coming up, the Yankees' win streak finally comes to an end and the Angels' offense goes off in extras at Fenway. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our Locked On MLB hosts here. They're going to recap everything for you from yesterday in baseball. But we'll start out with the Blue Jays, who handed the Yankees their first loss in a couple weeks and won yesterday's biggest game. The Biggest Game. After 11 games, the Yankees' win streak finally came to an end in Toronto on Wednesday. The Blue Jays managed to hold the Yankee lineup down and win with just two runs. Our Locked On Blue Jays host is happy to bring the AL East rivals back down to earth. On the other side, Locked On Yankees isn't too worried about one bad day at the plate. Blue Jays beat the Yankees 2-1, and that's what we call a streak-snapping win, baby. May the 4th, the evil empire goes down to the ultimate underdog Jedi. You say Kikuchi with a huge bounce-back start for the Jays. Look, he had been a little bit shaky, not going to lie. Was the confidence of locked-on Blue Jays super high on you, say Kikuchi? No, but that's why he's the dude. Through everything, he comes back. Six innings, just shoves seven strikeouts in that game. And the hitting does just enough to get by. You say was awesome today. The Blue Jays did just enough. And the Yankees lose. And I think everyone but those in the boogie down Bronx are happy about that. The streak is over for the Yanks. We can stop talking about them. And we can start talking about Yusei Kikuchi. A massive 2-1 win for the Jays. And now they look to ride some momentum heading into Cleveland. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked on Yankees. And the Yankees dropped the finale in Toronto 2-1. Womp womp. Still good things happened. The pitching is still unbelievable. They held Toronto to five runs this entire series. 2-1? They only scored two. Of course, the Yankees couldn't score more than one, so that's not great. But, you know, the offense is going to have an off night from time to time, and tonight was one of them. And it also didn't help that Marty Foster has no idea how to call a low strike on Aaron Judge. Marty, if the ball is below his knee, it's not a strike. The man's been in the league since 2016. Why is it so hard for these guys to call a strike zone on Aaron Judge? Hello? The other story of the game? Michael King. What can you say about Michael King? He's just unbelievable. Someone I know said that Michael King reminds him of Cleveland Corey Kluber. If the Yankees can get Cleveland Corey Kluber out of Michael King, whoo, they've hit the jackpot. So I will have a full recap of this game on the next Locked on Yankees. And remember, Thursday's an off day, so we all get to relax. Woohoo! The Texas Rangers' mini-win streak is still going. They're up to four games now as they finished off a sweep of the Phillies. Neither team scored through the first nine innings, but Texas had just a little bit more in the 10th and stole another win. Oh. Oh, hey. I, I didn't see you there. Sorry, I was too busy using my broom for the Rangers to sweep the Philadelphia Phillies in Philadelphia. The Rangers are playing their best baseball of the season. They've got a four-game winning streak headed up to New York to play 
the Yankees. A 2-1 nail-biter in extra innings. The Rangers looked, well, I won't say the offense looked good because it took a bloop single into right field in extra innings for Brad Miller to give the Rangers any runs in this one, the only runs that they would need. A 2-1 game, another masterful performance for Martin Perez. Seven innings of shutout baseball. He walked quite a few, four in his seven innings. Also struck out four, also allowed four hits. But no runs, that's the big part. Matt Moore, again, continued to look amazing. There was a runner on second base when Matt Bush came in and snared a line drag that might have won the game, might have walked it off in the bottom of the ninth inning. But Matt Bush was there, snared it, saved the game. Joe Barlow comes in, gets his third save of the season, his second in two nights. The Rangers head up to New York with a winning streak, playing their best baseball of the season. And man, I think Marcus Simeon might be turning it around too. So everything is absolutely coming up, Rangers. Bring your brooms. Hopefully they can bring their brooms into another sweep against the white-hot New York Yankees. Not holding my breath, but I've still got my broom ready. The Angels and Red Sox went to extra innings, too, and the Angels scored more in the 10th than they had the first nine innings combined. L.A. easily beat Boston after that outbreak, and Locked on Angels tells you how the bats came back to life. <laughs> Are the Angels' bats back? I'd say that they're back. What's going on, everybody? It's John from Locked on Angels, and boy, what a game we just had against the Red Sox. It went into extra innings. It looked like the Angels were going to be shut out again because... Garrett Whitlock was perfect through four and a third. Fortunately for the Angels, the Bats finally came to life. They had 22 consecutive innings without a run scored, and they broke that tonight. They finished the game 10-5 in extras, thanks to some home runs from Max Stassi, Anthony Rendon, Jared Walsh, and of course, our AL Player of the Week, Taylor Ward, hitting a two-run go-ahead home run in extras. The Angels ran out of players. They had to put Kurt Suzuki at first base and Jared Walsh in left field, and he caught the final out in front of the Green Monster off of a J.D. Martinez flyout. So it was a wild one, and we'll talk all about it on Locked on Angels. The Angels are hoping to end this really difficult road trip 4-3, and three. so they'll go again at it tomorrow morning. We'll cover it all for you on Locked on Angels. We'll see you there on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up, Houston sweeps the Mariners and the Orioles beat a familiar face on the mound. This is Locked On Now MLB. Today's episode of Locked On Now is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market. They're made with 100% real chocolate. And while they're low in calories, low in fat, low in carbs, they're high in protein and they taste delicious. You can try out their new protein infused marshmallow puffs flavors, as well as many other flavors that change daily. So head over to built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order. Just make sure you use that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Let's check in with our MLB hosts as we go around the league. Let's go around the league. The Orioles saw a familiar face on the mound Wednesday night against the Minnesota Twins. Dylan Bundy started his career in Baltimore, and yesterday he gave up nine runs to Baltimore on the way to an Orioles win. Our Locked on Orioles host has the story from Camden Yards. Well, pretty fun day at the ballpark. I was in attendance as the Orioles beat the Twins 9-4 to on Wednesday night. And uh, listen, 
Kyle Bradish was not at his best. That fourth inning was rough, but the Orioles got to their old friend Dylan Bundy, tagged him for nine runs. And finally, the offense wakes up. Orioles nine runs on 12 hits. Ramon Arias finally gets his first homer of the year. Cedric Mullins hits a home run. And even though they got all their runs in two innings, it was fantastic to see the Oriole bats wake up. You had Trey Mancini reaching base all four times on Wednesday night. Arias hit the ball hard a bunch. The Orioles had a whole lot of hard-hit balls in Wednesday night's game, and they were rewarded with an offensive eruption once again, and maybe this O's offense starting to wake up just a little bit. Some of the guys we thought would produce are producing, and they become a little more fun to watch when that happens with a 9-4 victory, but we'll break it all down on Thursday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Houston Astros completed a sweep of the Seattle Mariners in Houston on Wednesday. Locked on Astros says that their team came up big in the big at bats and put away Seattle when they needed to. Hey, H-Town Wheelhouse here with Locked on Astros. And the Astros sweep the Mariners today, beating them 7-2. Justin Verlander has another superb game. No walks, three strikeouts. And he walks away with another victory. The Astros also were 5-for-11 with runners in scoring position something that has been missing this year offensively. They get runners on, they move them over, and there was a shot by Michael Brantley that hit the top of the foul line but came back in the park and MLB ruled that it was not a home run. They got across one of those runs at least, making it 5 to nothing at the time. Again, the Astros win 7-2, to two, sweeping the Mariners and ready for it. the return of A.J. Hinch once again and the Detroit Tigers. Stay tuned in to Locked On Astros. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Apple, Google, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, we are your team every day. Go Strohs. The Colorado Rockies scored five runs in the fourth and used some Nationals errors to secure a win over Washington. Locked On Rockies reviews Colorado's fourth win in five games. Rock on Rockies fans. Welcome into the Locked on Rockies podcast. A nice night at the yard for the Colorado Rockies as the Rockies head on to win a nice, pretty kind of tight ball game. The Rockies have a nice fourth inning rally, get some big runs, big production from uh, Jose Iglesias and Connor Joe. But uh, the big star of the show is Austin Gomber yet again, gives up a couple of runs, but that's all right because he still is dealing and still is real solid at home and of course daniel bard coming in to shut the door two strikes that means twelve hundred dollars to fight hunger he is now raising money for uh so i believe uh yeah fighting hunger for every strikeout that he gets when he's closing games so hey not too much to, to complain about here it's a nice uh complete victory for the rockies good starting pitching some clutch hitting then you'd like to score more you'd like to get more hits and more runs sure but hey you'll take a 5-2 victory any day of the week series win still on the line for the rockies we'll break it all down right here on locked on rockies madison bumgarner threw just one inning before he got tossed yesterday afternoon but the diamondbacks still finished off the sweep of the marlins in miami Without him, our Locked On Diamondbacks host has more after Arizona's third straight one-run win of the series. Get those brooms out, Marlins fans, because the D-backs just swept you guys after taking the final game of the series, 8-7. to Miller Thomas of Locked On Diamondbacks here. I think that was the most wild game I saw all season. Mad Bum gets ejected after the first inning because he has some personal beef with the umpire over checking his hands. It was all on the umpire. It was his fault. We're going to be discussing that more on today's pod absolutely disgusting and then the d-backs were up five to three most of the game we've seen the bullpen try to blow the last two games and they were pretty successful at doing it today because they gave up runs in the seventh and eighth inning and gave up the lead to the miami marlins so the d-backs had to come back in the top of the ninth 
and that's what they did. Paven Smith, two-run bomb. He's back at home, and he's doing work for his team, the D-backs, and doing it in front of his family as well. D-backs sweep. D-backs win seven of their last nine games, and now they're a 500 team in baseball. Next series against the Colorado Rockies, and you got to feel good if you're a D-backs fan. The San Diego Padres and Cleveland Guardians played two games yesterday after getting rained out the day before. San Diego took the first matchup and Locked On Padres recaps that early game win. What is up, everybody? Javier Reyes here from the Locked On Padres podcast. The Padres finally get to play baseball again. I mean, it's been two days. I've been starving. They win their first game in a two-doubleheader uh, set against the Cleveland Guardians. Big hits from Austin Nola, of course. Uh, Manny Machado gets a get big one this game. First baseman, who must not be named, of course, starts it off with an RBI and much more. But most importantly, Mike Clevenger, Sunshine, made his debut for the Padres in this one, or 2022 debut, I should say, going four and two-thirds innings, giving up three earned runs. Although it wasn't all him, he got taken out of the game. Those are attributed to him. Three walks, four strikeouts, over 95 pitches. I thought he looked okay. Uh, his velocity touched up there every now and then. It was a little bit tad down than what we're probably used to from seeing from Mike Clevenger. But also, first game back from injured injured list, first game back from the Tommy John surgery against a pretty decent Cleveland Guardians lineup that includes former Padre, you know, Josh Naylor, who's been really good this year, Stephen Kwan, who I'm pretty sure has never swung and missed any pitch ever, apparently. And then, of course, Jose Ramirez, one of the best players in baseball. So overall, a steady, okay beginning for Mike Clevenger. And I imagine that he's going to ramp it up as time goes on. But so far... Pretty decent start for the Padres this year, man. Starting pitching has been awesome. Hopefully they can keep it going. We're going to be talking about this game and the next game on today's Lockdown Padres podcast episode, guys. Stay tuned. The Guardians took game two of the doubleheader with the Padres thanks to some clutch hitting from their emerging star, Stephen Kwan. Lockdown Guardians has praise for the young outfielder. I know what you're thinking. Why a crown? Well, this is for Javi of Lockdown Padres in case uh, he ends up seeing this clip. I'm wearing the crown for you, dude. Padres and Guardians split the doubleheader. Uh, it's, you know, two close games. The second one stands out. Extra inning affair. Padres get the bases loaded because of the the genius thinking of, uh, hey, let's intentionally walk someone and then immediately <laughs> followed up with an unintentional walk. Uh, Guardians get out of it, very luckily. Uh, they Then Fran Mill Reyes gets plunked. And uh, Stephen Kwan, am I the only one who, outside of Jose Ramirez, there's no one else you'd rather up in the, have up in the plate in that situation right now. And Quan continues to be Quantastic. He delivers the clutch hit. Guardians win the second game, split the series. And, you know, we had rain, we had losses, we had extra innings, we had it all as the Guardians take one out of two in this one. It is the first non-sweep since the Royals series. They swept the White Sox. They got swept by the Yankees and Angels. They swept Oakland. I think it might be since they faced the Royals. It has been Sweep City, and now we finally have a split. That's all for today on Locked On Now MLB. Thank you so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.